0: God is good, amen? It's one week before Easter. One week before the celebration of freedom, amen? Easter is a very beautiful thing. I know it's a, you know, a lot of people see cross as something that is like, you know, it is sacrifice of Jesus. It is, you know, something that is scary because somebody died on the cross. But then again, you know, at the same time, it is beautiful because of that things, because of that happened. we are, become the children of God. We can sit here in in his presence, we have the freedom to enter into his presence, meet him face to face, and that's because of what Jesus did on the cross. So, um, today I'm going to talk a little bit about decision, okay? Uh, A lot of us, you know, we make decision almost every day. Well, every day, basically daily decision, you know, making decision, you know, whatever happened in our life, we have to make decision uh we make decision for the business we make decision for the ministry if you have children you make decision for the children you know when they do something wrong then you have to decide whether you want to spank them or you just want to talk to them it, it's just decision you know when your wife annoyed, annoyed you then you, you have to make a decision how you speak or respond to your wife when your husband do that the same thing i mean it's decision every day right and not making decision is also decision it's also decision, you know. When you decide not to make decision, that's your decision actually. So you know, it's 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 just a part of our life making decision. So um, my title, uh, my sermon's title this morning is how to train your decision, not how to train your dragon, but how to train your decision. Okay. So I just wanna uh, I I wanna start with this, with this verse, Ephesians chapter three, three to five. There is the mystery made known to me by revelation. This is what Paul said. There is the mystery made known to me by revelation, as I have already written briefly. In reading this, then you will be able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to people in other generations, as it has now been revealed by the Spirit of God's holy apostles and prophets. Okay? So, Paul said that the mystery made known to me by revelation. So there is two different words here. One is revelation, one is understanding. One is revelation, one is understanding, okay? Understanding is usually based on your knowledge. You understand things, you know what's going on based on knowledge. Revelation is a bit different because God himself refills himself toward us to the word, to the fellowship, to the, 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 uh, the prayer. God refills himself. That's the revelation. It's two different things. Uh, understanding, usually when you have understanding, you grow your understanding. It will become your doctrine. You will become your theology, you know, mind, thought, right? So a lot of times we argue about those. But revelation is about different, it's it's different. Revelation is become part of your life, and it's not only you, but you can become blessing others. It's just your life. That's revelation. So, uh, when you make decision, this is where you learn how to make decision by revelation, not only by understanding. Okay? Make decision based on revelation, not by understanding. We often, we often, uh, we so often teach from knowledge or for understandings which will affect our theology, our mind, but not our life. Revelation will affect our life. You understand from okay? So the word of God says first Corinthians chapter 8 verse 1 it said this this knowledge puff up. Knowledge puff up but love build up no <coughs> sorry knowledge puff up But love builds up. So, I do believe God wants us to decide in our life based on the revelation with Him. Okay? So, first thing first, I think, you know, my challenge to myself and to everyone here let's spend more time with God. Let's get connected personally to God. And this is the only way we can get the revelation. First, I have three points here. First, you should not blame your past decision based on your present, present revelation. You should not blame your past decision based on your present revelation. First Corinthians 159 to 10 it said, For I am the least of the apostles, this is what Paul said, And do not even deserve to be called an apostle. Because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace to me was not without effect. No, I worked harder than all of them. Yet not I, but the the grace of God that was with me. Paul, before he became Paul, he was Saul. Okay, He persecuted the church. He was a Pharisee, I mean, the most of it. I mean, he hated Christians. He hated Christian. I mean, this is what he did. This is what his understanding was. That was his understanding. But then through his journey, he met Christ. He met Jesus. And Jesus asked him, why do you persecute me? He said, I did know, you know. Who are you? And Jesus said, I'm God. Because God revealed himself to him then he got a revelation. Then his life changed. Right? Then his decision changed. He did not persecute, persecute Christians anymore. He became one of those. He became the one that spread the gospel. He was the one that persecuted those who spread, uh, 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 preached the gospel. Now he the one that preached the gospel. So his revelation with Christ changed his decision, right? But my point is this. Before that, his decision was made because of an understanding, which is probably his wrong understanding. He thought that all the Christians were bad. This is the way it is, the way of law. Christ is the bad things for law. Because Christ, you know, Jesus came and, you know, he, he's telling that you don't live by law anymore, but you live by grace, and then he, 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 he didn't like it. But then again, he got the revelation. He met Christ, and things changed. But your present revelation should not judge or should not blame your past experience. Amen? How many of you? When you decide something, how many of you, when you decide something based on whatever it is, and then something happened, the new revelation comes, you regret what happened. If I know, I will not do that. Right? Did you do that? Did you do that? If I know, if I knew this before, I will not start this business. Right? If I knew this before, I will not do this ministry. If I knew this before, I will not marry him or her. That's bad. But (laughs) that things happen, right? Because of your present revelation, you are blaming your past decision. When the first time you decide to marry her or to marry him, that was not your revelation, right? Everything was good. But then, you know, things happen. But my point is this. Your present revelation should not judge your past. Should not blame your past. Your past decision has already happened. But your new revelation will bring you to something new. Okay? It doesn't mean that, you know, I'm just saying that Paul, whether he regretted it or not, he might regret it. But he's saying that, you know, okay? Because of my past. I'm not worried to be called apostle. But I am who I am right now because of the grace of God. Because of my past experience, you know, I'm, 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 I'm nobody, I, I persecuted so many Christians, I'm no worthy, but because of the grace of God, I am who I am, okay? So I'm going to tell you this day, none of us is worthy if we are like Paul, none of us is worthy, but the grace of God is the one that makes us worthy, Right? It's the grace of God that makes us become the son of the living God or the daughter of the living God, the children of God. It's the grace of God. So our presence revelation, we cannot use that to blame our past decision. That's number one. Number two. Your presence understanding should not judge the future. Again. Acts 9, 10-16, to 16. Ananias baptized Saul. Now there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him the Lord said in vision, Ananias, and he said, Here I am, Lord. So the Lord said to him, Arise and go to the street called Straight, and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. Or, for behold, he is praying. Saul is praying. And in a vision he, sees, he has seen a man named Ananias, coming in and putting his hand to him on him so that he might receive his sight. Paul was blind after he saw Jesus. And then he was praying there. And Jesus, uh, God told Ananias to come and pray for him. And then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief, priest to bind all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for he is a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before Gentiles, kings, and the children of Israel. For I will show him how many things he will must suffer for my name's sake. So Ananias' understanding at that time was Paul was a persecutor. He hated Christians. That was his understanding, right? That was his understanding. He did not know that Paul or Saul has this revelation with Jesus. He is using his understanding to claim that Paul is the bad guy. Right? Paul is the bad guy, but he did not know. When someone encounters Jesus, when someone meets Jesus, something is changing for sure. How many of us we like to do that? We judge ourselves. Ah oh, man, who I am, you know, I cannot. You just your husband, your wife, or you—you know—people in the church, your your brother, your sister, whatever—you know, whoever you—you just based on your understanding right now, but you have to know one thing first, okay? When they have encounter with Jesus, something will change for sure. It will not stay that forever, right? It will not stay that forever. You can claim, no, he's—he's he's such a prideful man. But that guy encountered with Jesus. Five years from now, one year from now, he, he might be a different man. He might be a different man. So your understanding now, you cannot use that to claim or to judge the future. And then yes, his understanding was, Paul, he was the bad guy. But God told him, no, I choose him. How many of you, when you see a person, you say, oh man, there is no way that guy can be used by God. Or you see yourself, there's no way I'll be used by God. But God telling us, God is telling us right now. No, I'm gonna use you. I'm gonna use him. I'm gonna use her. I choose you. I choose him. I choose them. God is the one that chooses us. 1 Peter 2, 9-10 But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people but now you are the people of God. Once you have not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Once again, you are a chosen people. You are, we are a chosen people. Royal priesthood, a holy nation. God chose us to do something. Last point. Your decision should be based on your revelation with God instead of event. I'm going to illustrate this so you understand. Even events doesn't make you. Events will not make you the person who you are. Your decision is. Okay? Let me explain. Failure is an event. Loser is a decision. You got it? Failure is an event. Loser is a decision. There's so many people fails. Not only you, not only me. There are so many people fails. But to feel that I'm a loser, that's a decision. Offense is an event. Being offended is a decision. You get it? You got it? Being, a her- being hurt is an event. I mean, in life, you cannot run away from being hurt, right? Right? That's an event. That will happen anyway. People, you know, whether they mean it or they didn't mean it, I mean, they hurt you. Being hurt is an event. But being bitter or to forgive, that's a decision. So event will not make you who you are, but your decision is. Okay? So you got it at this point? So that's why I say your decision should base, your decision should base on your revelation with God instead of event. Philippians uh, Philippian 4, 11 to 30 says this. I'm not saying this because I'm in need for, for I have learned to be content whatever, whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation. So there's an event that is happening in Paul's life. You know, um, being in need and have plenty. There's There's an event. But being content is his decision in Christ. So um, I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry. Well-fed or hungry, that's an event, okay? We like to be well-fed. We don't like to be hungry. I like to be well-fed. But my wife loves me to be hungry because she (laughs) wants me to lose weight. Whether living in plenty or in one. But then again, I can do all this to him who gives me strength. Okay, uh, I'm going to illustrate this so you can understand this. Uh, Jenny, can you come up here? And uh, Danny. Jenny and Danny. Where are... Then Yeah. Oh, Jenny over there. Then you stand there. So, here you present events in your life, right? Say he's a bad guy. Scary guy. Give you a scary face. Not cute face. Scary face. Okay. <laughs> so, there's one girl that is walking alone, so I'm going to give her an understanding, okay, Shani? Do not walk there. This is the understanding. Do not walk there. That scary guy will take away your money. Okay? Okay, because of this understanding and you look at the scary guy and you have to decide, right? Mm-hmm. So what will you decide? Are you gonna walk there or no? Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, will he will take your money. <laughs> Did he? Uh, not, yet. not yet. Not yet. But because of your understanding you decide that, right? Yeah. Okay. Now I'm gonna give you another understanding. Okay. Bill, Bill. Come here, Bill. Bill. She only have one husband, that is you. Okay, come here. (laughs) So I'm gonna give you a new revelation. This big guy with tattoos in his hand, his black belt in karate, jiu-jitsu, taekwondo, and ballet. <laughs> okay. So, I'm giving you the new understanding of this. Okay. And he will walk with you. So, if you walk through him, you will not be afraid. So, now you have, you have to decide do you want to go there or not? That's right. Okay. So, based your understanding, you want to go with him. Okay. So, go with him. So, go there, face him. Okay? <laughs> yeah, through book. Look at me, you want to try to ask the money, and then you get him away. So push him away. Boom. And then you walk there. Okay, then ping it there. So right now, the understanding becomes the revelation because she experienced that with him. Okay? Now there's another guy, Fick, Sinefick. There is another bad guy here, he is a fake doctor, (laughs) okay, now it's very different because this is no longer an understanding, it's your revelation, right? So you will be able, you will decide just, you know, I'm not going to be afraid of anything because I have this revelation, God is with me. And then you will walk through him. You will not be afraid of him anymore, right? Because of the revelation. So I'm just trying to do this. Life is like this. There's a lot of event here, okay? There's a lot of event here. But your revelation will make you decide, okay? These people that is hurting you, your husband probably say a harsh word. Your wife probably say a mean word. You know, there's a lot of experience here. Your business, your whatever, you know, it's events in your life, okay? So here you are, you need to make decision. Without the right revelation, without God, you will decide or you will make a different decision. And they will make you. But with the new understanding, the new revelation with God, then you will think differently. If that's your spouse that's hurting you, then because of the new revelation with God, you know, okay, I need to learn to forgive him. The decision is different already. When you are not with the revelation, I'm not going to talk to him for, or I'm not going to talk to her for five days, or let him suffer, I'm not going to cook for him, or you know, whatever that you decide, okay? Without God, without the revelation, right? But because of the revelation that God gives you, that you need to learn to forgive, then you will decide differently. You will come, come to get God I want to forgive him. I want to forgive her. Help me. Right? Okay? So without revelation, your decision will be different. Your decision should not be based on the event. The event is always there. People will hurt you. There is always there. You know, you do something that is, uh, you fail in doing things. I mean, there's always there. There's an event. But that's not who you are. It's just part of your life. It's just an event. But your decision will make you. So when you have this revelation that God is with you, then you will walk in this life differently. When you have the revelation, God wants you to learn to forgive. If you, you know, receive God, then you learn to forgive. If you have, you have the revelation, you know, husband, love your wife. Christ, love the church. If you have this revelation that it's not only knowledge, it's revelation it's different. Knowledge is stay in your brain. You just know, okay, I need to love my wife. That's knowledge, but revelation when you experience Christ and you learn how to love your wife like Christ loved the church, it's two different things. Okay, knowledge stay in your head, but revelation stay in your life. So your decision, you need to make decision based on the revelation. That is from Christ. And then your decision of life will be very different. With God, you will not decide not to feed him for five days, but to forgive him. When with God, you will not decide, you know, bitter, but you learn how to forgive. With God, You will not learn to, you know, you will not to say that, you know, uh, if you're tired, you know, I, I don't want to do anything. But you will come to God for rest because God will give you rest. I mean, there's a lot of word of God will teach you. God is revealing himself to you. So you need to walk with God. When you have this revelation, you have the experience, then you will decide based on your experience or based on your revelation to God. Thank you, guys. Thank you. So this morning, I just want to say this. Guys, every part of your life, there's always in events. Whether it's a good or bad, I mean, there's good events, there's bad events, there's always events, okay? And you need to make decisions based on that events. This is the very important part. The revelations with God that will help you to make the right decision. So you need God to make decisions. I need God every day in my life. Every day. Because I have a lot of decisions I have to make. A lot of it. And a lot of times, to be honest, I forgot about it. I forgot. Sometimes I forgot that God forgave me to learn the forgiveness from God. Sometimes I forgot that the joy that is from God it there. I mean, it will be there. Will, you know, no one can take the joy from God. Amen. I it's not the situation. We just, you know, um, we just lost a dear friend of ours. Um, She's a woman of God, a strong woman of God. She died because of can- pancreas cancer. I mean, you know, a lot of people are asking questions. You know, some people get healed, some, some people they don't get healed. But it doesn't matter. It's your personal experience with God. Okay, he she died because of lung cancer, cancer uh, pancreas cancer. And then um, the doctor, first time, you know, first time she met the doctor, they say five months, but she can survive for five years. During that five years, she become blessing so many. Her dad, her moms, you know, receive Christ because of her. I mean, you know, it's, it's a lot of things going on during that five years. Usually when I came to her house, me and my wife, you know, we want to encourage her, but instead of we encourage her, she encourages us. She encouraged us. When she died, I posted in my Instagram, you know, women of God, wonderful, and you know, somebody WhatsApp me. Ko call, he called me. She, they called me Ko. Call, uh, you know, at, you know. Uh, he said that the cancer took away the cancer win. That's what you know the WhatsApp said. The cancer win. So I. A thought. Of, I, I give thought a little bit. You know, I you know, I'm, I'm just be quiet for a while and think about it, and then I reply, no. The cancer, the cancer is not winning. I mean, no. yes, the cancer took away her life, but the cancer cannot took away her job, uh, her jo- joy, cannot took away her faith, cannot took away her hope, cannot took away everything that God gave her. You, you know, the cancer cannot took that away. It's just life. She will be in heaven. But the faith, the hope, the joy stay there. And it's not only in her life. It's for everybody else around her. Including us who visited her. We're like, man. You know, it's contagious, the joy. The faith is contagious. We're like, wow. I was so blessed by this. Why? Because of her revelation with God that make her decided to stay in joy, in faith, and in hope, even though when the cancer was there. So friends, you might be in the position of deciding right now. You have to decide something. I don't know. But today, this morning, I'm going to pray. God is the one who's going to reveal himself to you. So you will make decision because of your revelation with God. Amen? Because God is with you. Let's pray. Jesus, you are the God of love. You said in your word that there is nothing in this world, no principalities in heaven and earth, nothing in this world can stop your love toward us. That's what you said. You said that you will never leave us nor forsake us. You said that we are more than conquerors. When we, when, we, when, when we face the challenges in the world, it's not that we're going to walk through it, but you said that we will conquer it because of you, Lord Jesus God. Father, because what you say toward us, Lord Jesus God, we start to understand. And then we start to experience it become revelation because you always want to reveal yourself toward us, Lord Jesus God. So you can face this world to understand your purpose, to understand the purpose of our life, to understand who we are in you, that we are a holy nation, royal priesthood, a chosen generation. You choose us, Lord Jesus God. So I pray right now this morning, every one of us here, we are here for a purpose, Lord Jesus God. We are here for your purpose. And you will lead us. You will help us. You will restore us. You will touch us. You will give us hope when everybody else said there is no hope. You will refresh us. Friends, God is here with us. God is here with us. If if right now you are right now you are in about time to decide something. Whether it's for relationship, for works, for ministry, for whatever it is. This morning I just want to say this God wants to refill himself. So you can decide your life is with you know your life with God. You believe that Romans 8.28 said that God is working to bring goodness to you. God is working in everything. God is working to bring goodness into you. So God is here right now. He is revealing himself to you. He is opening himself to you. And he want to walk with you through your decision of life. He will become the revelation for you. And if you're here right now, you're in a point where you need to make decision and you don't know what to decide. And you need the help of God. Can you just leave up your hand? Just leave up your hand. Just lift up your hand, don't worry. Don't worry. I'm praying right now. God will help you. God will help you to make a decision based on the revelation. Not only understanding, but revelation. God will walk with you through your decision he will help you he will guide you father i just want to pray for your comfort into our life lord jesus god a lot of times we struggle with our decision but your word said that you want to refill yourself toward us so i'm going to pray right now this morning i believe you are working with us help everyone one of us in making decision in life Lord jesus god Those who need your touch, you touch them. You need to restore. Those who need the restoration, you restore us. Those who are tired, you refresh us. Those who are sick, you heal us. Right now, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus.